Hello. Hello. I would have spoken to Manja. He goes, uh, we can give you free pizza uh, XL next time. Oh, what? Sorry? We can give you a free pizza next time you order. That would be great. All right, cool. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. I'm all right with that. Yeah, but like, when, when you're, how? How, how are you going to receive this? I'm going to ring him. I'm going to say, I fuck it. My name's Jordan. This is my fucking, this is my address. And you promised me a free pizza. And I've got it on record. Yeah, we got evidence. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You're listening to The Way Lifting. Die podcast with your hosts, Mikey Farmer and Jordan Sackers. But then Claire said, they ain't got shit on us, baby. Way back. Fuck, I'm in control this time. I've got the board. I'm on the right-hand side. <laughs> it all feels a bit strange over here, Jordan. Changing things up. And it's uh, half 11. Yeah, it's quite late, isn't it? We, I suppose in, in post-edit, we're going to be putting in the, uh, the, the uh, Papa John's discussion. So you would have just heard the Papa John's discussion. The Papa John's did arrive at around 11 p.m. And we've just scoffed it now. Yeah. And it was fucking delicious. Yeah, it was really good. Um, so you would have heard, hopefully, with any luck, if my editing skills are somewhat of that of Nick Jones, ex-producer Nick, um, that, well, it was late, wasn't it, Jordan? And we got a free pizza. Yeah, we managed to spiel a free pizza. And on the topic of Nick Jones, our current producer, may I say, he is pretty, everything that we say goes through his, yep. his, his hands. Everything that we ever do is his fault. So we... We've been watching some of his uh, content. Content. We've been watching some of his content, and he, uh, we've we've gone for some lighting changes. Yeah, we 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 have a a back backlight. Is it called a backlight? What does he call it? Uh, I I don't know, but he. I mean, he has opted for something that he is unfamiliar with himself, which is depth. Um, and that's something that we decided to take on board. So, can you let us know if you're watching on Spotify? You should be watching with video, with any luck. Maybe not if you're driving, but let us know if there's depth. We put a la- we put we put a lamp on an iron board. We um we've we've got a tape measure to measure the depth. Yeah, bear with me, Mike. If you want to give a descriptive for the listeners, um, Jordan is now peeling off, peeling off. Pe- peeling off? He's rattling off. Nope. He is unraveling a tape measure we have in our hands. It's yellow. What's the, de- what's the depth? You've got a 28 inch depth. I think that's enough depth. That's plenty of depth. You know, so we, we're listening to you, Nick. Um, Let us know if we need more inches, less we'll, inches. We'll go on to Nick later on in the show. <laughs> but, you know, we, we, were, we did a podcast last week. We're doing one this week because, you know, when you leave it long enough, there's enough to talk about. Yeah, and uh, we've we got loads to talk to talk about. And uh, last week we spoke about it a little bit. Uh, I do want to have briefly say, and this is something I forgot to mention last week. I went to London uh, on my travels. Oh, you did a gig, didn't you? I did a gig, but where did I do the gig? I'd done it at a launch party for pub club. Pub club. God damn. So let me just say briefly what Pub Club is. This is not a sponsored ad, by the way, right? But my good friend Tom 
and his uh, uh, housemate, Freddie, have launched an app, and it's based in London. So for all you London listeners, uh, this, is the, this is now live on the App Store. Um, and basically, it's a directory for, for pubs where, let's say, you're in the London area, uh, currently active in South London. Let's say you're in Wandsworth, you're after a pub, it's a Sunday, you want a Sunday roast, but you also want a nice beer garden. And you want somewhere to show in BT Sport. Now, where the fuck, how the fuck are you going to find that sort of thing? Well, you go onto the Pub Club app, you put in the filters, and it tells you every pub in your local area on a map, shows you what pub uh, is recommended for your preferences. And it's just a great way of getting about London and finding what pub suits your needs that day. That sounds absolutely fantastic, Jordan. I'm going to download it right now. Good. And there's a, there's a new version just out, uh, launched. Fewer bugs. It's very slick, very streamlined. So give them a follow, their Pub Club app on Instagram, and download the app if you are a Londoner. Uh, it's going to change your life. Anyway. we got one more shout-out, which we haven't, we also forgot to do. Go on. Um, for the Lift Me Up competition. Yes. Run by Emily Godley, as we know her. Emily Musket now. Yep. Um, shout-out to Joe. For changing her name. <laughs> you bastard <laughs> he's a bastard but he's a fucking good cook I'll give him that and he, he can bake he's a good book but every year Emily um, has decided to run a competition to raise money for neuron disease yeah MND uh, Emily sadly lost her mother um, a few years back and since then she's been raising money for a charity um, through a competition called Lift Me Up and I don't know where it is We'll plug that. It's in the south of, Lo- not London, the south of England. But we're going to be sponsoring the event. We're going to be collaborating with her to give away some great prizes. Um, all in aid of charity. All in aid of charity. And she's a wonderful human being. So if you are a lifter, um, please enter this competition, get involved, put your money towards something incredible. If you're uh, just someone who enjoys watching weightlifting, head down buy a spectator's ticket and watch the event. Um, there are going to be a lot of amazing lifts showcased, but more importantly, it is to support a great charity. Yeah, all for a good cause. So get yourself down there, guys, and take part in the raffles, which again, all proceeds will be going to charity. So please do take, take, please get involved. Buy a fucking ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, our first topic is we're going to be reviewing reviews of strip clubs. Oh, we did that first, do we? No, no. I just thought it'd be funny. I mean, we talk about charity, and then and then we talk about strip clubs. No, for, with that <laughs> we will be doing. We that. We will be doing that, but not not first, not straight off the bat. That's for things to come. The first thing we're going to talk about. Are you pressing the button? Yeah. Sixty percent of the time, it works. Every time. Speed of training. How fast should you train? How difficult is it to train fast with multiple people? How difficult is it to train fast when you're on your own and on your phone? All of these things. How fast should you train? At what point do you train fast? And at what point do you take it down? God, you, you have a lot of questions. <laughs> and these are, look, these sound rhetorical. I don't know. I'm asking you. Right. <laughs> oh, I know. Do I? <laughs> I'm the find of all training knowledge. Yes. Uh, <laughs> please answer these questions. I'm, I'm dying to know. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Speed of training. Speed of training can make or break your training session. It can make or break your training week and ultimately the type of lifter that you are. Um, 
we've trained with many different speeds of trainers over the years and we've kind of always converted them to our speed and if you don't train at the same pace as myself and Jordan if we're sharing a bar you get kicked off yeah yeah that tends to be the case or we'll 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 go with you for snatches and you you'll probably be gone for cleaner jerks yep and then you definitely won't be training with us the next session depends on much we like you yeah really and like some people would um, marvel at the fact that we even have someone on sharing a bar with us because some people don't share a bar at all, Jordan. They'd, they'd rather have three separate bars rather than everyone sharing together. Yeah. That, that confuses me. Fuck those people. We're not, this isn't a conversation for you people. Or maybe it is. I mean, grow up. Some people time their warm up, their, their uh, rest periods. Um, we find that, I mean, I personally find that to be a little bit meticulous. Um, depends the sort of person you are I suppose like if you're quite a mathematical clinical person you're the type of person who looks at your macros every day the type of person who goes to bed at the same time wakes up at the same time that that sort of person doesn't make love to your partner just your hand sometimes not. you're not a very sexually active person is what I'm trying to say but anyway I often find that the best way to pace your training is through a training partner because mm. It's a you go, I go sort of thing. And if there's only two of you, generally speaking, you put the bar down, you reset the weights for your training partner because you're not a Kent. Sorry, fuck. You're not a prick. You get one. Okay. You're not a Kent. <laughs> We've escalated to like 12A. Okay. Do you want to... <laughs> no, no, we'll, remit, we'll stay at 12A. I want, I want, that, that, I want... That's a film reference for the, those film, <laughs> film fans out there, for those people who used to go to the cinema. Um, but the, the, you, generally speaking, you've, you put your weight down, you reset the bar and plates for your training partner. They then get up and chalk up and then they lift and then you repeat. And that gives you about a minute to a minute and a half rest. Which is perfect because in a competition, how much rest are you going to be getting in between your competition lifts on the platform? It's going to be a minute to two minutes. It, that really does depend. But, well, it does. Like it could be 10 minutes. I could be, but... <laughs> Poor example, Mike. I know you've been out of the game for a bit, but that's a terrible I example. don't even know what goes on in competitions anymore. That Not that. No. Typically speaking, not. You know this. You know it. You, you know I've been it. weightlifting for eight years. I still don't know. I apologize for Mikey. He's supposed to be educating everyone on the sport that we do, and he's just misinformed you. That's, a, that's misinformation. I haven't competed since last year. I've just fact-checked Mike and... The facts are not facts, they're wrong. But the, the point is, Mike and I like training at a quick pace. Mm. So quick pace being a minute to a minute and a half rest between sets. Yeah, and I, I think the key thing for me is when, if Jordan was to drop the weight on the floor after he finishes his set, he will reset that bar square on the platform. He won't leave it skew if. Um, he will not leave the weight sort of shifted to the one side to let me um, go and do that because he, he's not a prick. And that, that is a prick move. Like... Who who do you think you are leaving it if you if you're sharing a bar that, that shouldn't be shouldn't be the case. Well, really, so there are two ways you do it as training partners. You'd either put the weight down, leave it as is, and then you would then go up, square it up, mm. lift, leave it as is, and then I would go up and square. Up. So effectively, that's the same thing. It's the same amount of work needed, but the act of squaring up the bar for someone else for your training partner is just a nice thing to do. Yeah, so it's a it's a courtesy thing. Um, now, should we, should we talk about training in a free? 
a yeah, triplet. A triplet. So a threesome is very, very different. Mm. You know, there are more parts to spin. There are more plates to spin, you could say. And often, one gets spin a lot more slowly. Spun. Spinded? Spinned. <laughs> one can spin slower than the other. Now, the more people that are training on the bar with you, the more the sharper each individual has to be to maintain the pace of training. Mm. I'd say three is about as much as you can get before you start losing pace. Yeah, we, we've done a four before. Yeah. Quite the experience. I wouldn't forget it. Uh, if you do four, you, you've just got to make sure that each each one of you are really on your mustard. So like, mm. so so for example, two to a bar, I've given the example that you put the weight down you, you square up the bar, then you sit down, your training partner then gets up, chalks up, goes to the bar. That's about a minute and a half. When you go to three to a bar, you're lifting, one person's resting, the other person is chalking up, getting ready to lift. Mm. And you and you go in that sort of cyclical um, speed where really, you, and this is something that we've done, um, on that platform, there should be the capacity for two people to sit down. And no more than two people. Yeah, you shouldn't really need three chairs because one of you is always going to so, be. Oh, up. oh, yeah, always up doing something, i.e., chalking up or walking lifting. up to the bar. Yeah. So that's a good way of looking at it. I think. Hmm. Bin the third chair. Yeah, it's going to make you speed up your training. And yeah. con- conversely, if you're training in a two, have one chair. Yeah, one chair. That's all you need. Hmm. Well, that makes a lot of sense, Jordan. <laughs> what I did want to say. We spoke about it briefly off the off the off air, yeah. Kind of a radio show now. So it was off air. Um, the how how in sync you are with your training partner when it comes to loading plates. So the point I make is this: Mike and I have a few things that we do when we load a bar. The we don't even notice we really do them. We don't really notice it, but it just makes our life a lot easier. And then we and you only notice you do it when you bring a third person on. And I don't have a fucking clue and what they they're doing. They don't know what the fuck's going on. And bad things can happen. You can get injured. Yeah, uh, you you can. So we're we're gonna try and describe this to you. So let's all close our eyes, preferably not if you're driving, and visualize. <laughs> we have an empty barbell. There's two of us, two of us at either end. I want to load 70 kilos on the bar. So this it's is scenario one. Scenario one. Hey, George, I want to load 70 kilos on this bar. Yeah, cool. No, no, 50. 50. Because I can go on to scenario two. 15s. Okay. Yeah. So I lift the barbell up. By one side. By one side. I slide in the 15 kilo plate. When I drop that weight on the floor, then Jordan will then pick up the other end, then slide the other 15 on. It's done. Now, you think that's, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Correct. What's the, what's the other way of doing it? What's the other way of doing that? Both doing it at the, at the same, same time. time. That, Ben Wisely. Oh, mate, yeah. He literally springs to mind when you talk about this. Or even Joe Walton. Joe Walton's done it to me before. Like you, and I want you to picture this, right? Because it, it's, it's quite hard to articulate, but you've definitely gone through this as an athlete. Picking up one end of the bar to put a plate on, and then the other person picks up their end, and then it just becomes a clusterfuck of like who can slide the the play on and who's who's fighting the resist. You've got added forces. Oh my god! Right, 
Can we, let's go on to scenario two, which okay. just popped into my mind. Scenario two. You, you've done your 15 kilos, your, your 50 kilos snatches or whatever. Yeah. Should we load 70? We can load 70. Right, let's load 70. This is the correct way of doing it. I, and and the, not many people do this. It, it amazes me how few, like everyone we train with as a third party does, fucks this bit up, <laughs> right? So I take the 15 kilo plate off. Yeah. Okay. You're on standby. Yeah, you're yeah. not even you're not even looking at it at this point. I then put the twenty five on. Yes. Okay. Yes, you do. Then you take the fifteen off and which, put the twenty five, yeah, which on. allows the end of the barbell to hit the ground. Yeah. And then and then I load the twenty five kilo plate, as opposed to alternative number one, stripping it back to just the barbell. It's like that. You're Why just, would you do that? You're making life hard. I, I take the tw- I take the 15 off before I can get the 25 back on. You you tried to slide the other one off. Oh, it's a fucking clusterfuck. Or, and this is the worst. And they th- they seem they think they're being the most proactive by doing this, holding the bar. <laughs> for you to slide the plates on either side doesn't help doesn't help whatsoever it makes things so much harder you you might feel like you're helping you're not yeah that, it, like i just don't get why people do it like like charlie stone did it today and it fucked with my head oh it, it just it throat the rhythm was completely gone wasn't it after that it was like oh no <laughs> it just it honestly is it's like watching one person going for a hug and the other person going for a handshake yeah. same sort of feeling you get when someone holds the bar like that and then you try and slide it on the one side and then he looks at the other guy and he tries to slide it on the other side or, or a waitress enjoy your food yeah you too oh, oh fuck. same thing why am i holding this bar which which takes me to um scenario three no i didn't expect the food i got 100 kilos on the bar i want to put on 110 I want to put on blues, okay? Okay. Now, what the correct thing to do in this instance would be, like we said before, would be to take the one side of the 15 off, put on a 20 kilo plate, and then Jordan will do it on his side. Yeah. Whereas some people, and I had this in the past, they try and do it, they try and load 20 kilos on one side whilst I'm trying to take off the 15 on the other side. Oh, and, then, and then it slides everywhere. And the, the 25... It's sort of slid towards me. And if, if they're not looking at you, if they're facing the other way and they drag that 20 on, it's going to jump the bar a bit. That's going to jump and jam my hand yeah. in the 15, which yeah. I'm trying to take off between the 25. Yeah. You're, and this, this scenario, we never get into. And do you know why? And I noticed we've done it today. So we face... I'm trying to. I'm trying to. We go bum to bum. We go asked. Yeah, we go bum to bum when we're unloading together. I don't even look what you're loading on the bar. We just listen. But yeah, well, I I'm sort of looking. I'm looking under my legs. <laughs> yeah. To see whether you're loading, and I can see you're just waiting. You're like in the fucking. You're in a bent over position, just waiting for me to finish my load. And I'm like, oh I'm, god. And I'm like, sorry that. Yeah. Can we wait? <laughs> I finished my load on the 20 kilo barbell. <laughs> oh, my cock all over the nearly. Why? Sorry. <laughs> I didn't need that much. No. <laughs> I could have left it. Leave it to the viewer's imagination. They're bright people. They're now scarred people thinking of what I've just descri- described. 
I, in fact, I remember some. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name his name, but a very pretty girl came into a training hall once, and um, he said he went up to me, and he was quite a quiet guy, and he just said, "I dragged my bell end across the fucking Nerlin <laughs> for days on end, just to smooth, <laughs> just to sniff the cock that's been in there." <laughs> and then he walked away. Right. I'll, I'll tell you who that was off off cam. Okay, but do you want to tell me now if I kill him, kill him, kill the mic? Three, two, one, go. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! I didn't expect that. Oh Jesus! That's really um quite a horny guy. But anyway, we always were. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why we went there. We were being quite sensible. We um the point is you've got to be quite considerate. When it comes to loading with someone. Pick your training partners carefully because it can ruin your session. It could injure you. It can slow down your session. Be considerate. Be mindful. Also, some people really get hung up on matching plates. Oh, God. Just thought about this now. Yeah. I'd happily, happily lift with 110s on the bar, right? Visualize that, which is a red and a blue on either on. side. Or, or a red and a blue and red and two greens. Or, it's the same fucking weight. Or a, or a yellow, yellow and three a, greens. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. That's a, that's a, like, that's a step into the ether. That's, wow. <laughs> I remember where we, like in the gym, people would get really precious about it and it would annoy us. Because in a, in a competition, Jordan... How many times have you been to a Europeans or even in these big competitions that you don't have matching plates? In, tra- in, in some of the train rules, like you, you're, in, you're in Albania, which is like mafia run. Mm. And mafia seem to have all the fucking 25s or whatever. So you can't get no 25s, can you? You end up lifting with a blue on one side and two greens on the other. And you've just got to get on with it. But even, even still, people need to realise... It's the same fucking weight. It, it, it literally, they, they are calibrated plates that are meant, are designed to weigh the same. I think some people's argument will be that it will affect the dynamics of the barbell. Yeah, with like oscillation and things like that. Right, you don't lift enough weight, mate. <laughs> Anyone listening to this podcast does not lift, lift enough weight to worry about that. Honestly, like, grow up. Come on. We'll put it this way. I've done some weird bar loads with 180 kilos. And ever hurt yourself? That wasn't enough weight. No. You know, so if you lift more than, if, look, all right, fuck it. No, no, no. No, no one lifts enough. No one lifts enough to be, to be precious about it and just, and use that as a justifiable res- excuse. Um, they just like, or, and this is where when you're training with someone and you put a 25 kilo plate on, and then another 25 kilo plate on, and they're like, oh, no, no, they don't match. Right. Like if it's the same, the, the same, same weights, but like the wrong fucking brand. Oh. People are, people are that precious. They are. The, the only exception which I can think of is a Taishan plate. What? Go in mismatch on them? Imagine having a 25 kilo Taishan <laughs> plate on the end of a barbell. When on the other end, you've got a 10. And if you don't know what Taishan plates are like, think of metal, um, like 
old style bodybuilding plates with somehow a rubber ring on the outside. Yeah, think think of the densest thing in the world. Like think of your 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 late grandmother cooking you a pork chop. <laughs> well done. It'd be overcooked to fuck. That 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 is the Tai Shan plate. Yeah. In, a, in a nutshell. That's a brand of weightlifting equipment for all you weightlifters out there that don't know. And it is uber dense. But I would even go as far as saying you can you you wouldn't notice it until you drop the, pl- the, the bar. And yeah. then one side just doesn't bounce. You're not going to notice on a snatch anyway. No. But anyway, you know, some people, if you're, if you're, if you're training with them and you, you, load up, you, you, know, you load your bar up and you're loading it and you don't give a fuck and then you look... You look behind you, and your training partner's looking through the plates, like pulling plates off the rack and things to try and find the matching plate or whatever. That would send me fucking west. Do not train with him. Leave him. He's got to find a different platform to train on. Be strict with your platforms. Yeah, be precious about it. You care about this. If someone saps your energy, certainly through their own fucking, like, precious... Entitled... Yeah, Little twatisms. I don't know, couldn't even find a word for that, but twatisms is the word I've gone for. It's late. It's Twat- okay. Final answer. Do you want to find a friend? I, I don't have any. Everyone's, everyone's <laughs> asleep. <laughs> They're all asleep. <laughs> um, but yeah, the point is, be precious about your training partners, be considerate with your training partners, and be the type of guy you want to train with. You put that very well, Jordan. Thank you. Well, let's move on to section two of the podcast. I'm going to press a new button. Um, hope you'll bop to this in the car on the way to work. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck, Fuck this shit, shit, I'm out. Nope. It's going on for a while. So, Jordan, this section is questions from the public. We're actually doing it this week because normally we, we put one out every week. And quite often they're just a bit naff, to be honest. And we want we want some good questions. Sometimes we just forget that um, you've, done it. you've sent them in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's mainly it. Um, like we we get quite excited in the mornings. We do a podcast. We're like, yeah, we'll, we'll put out a poster. We get some questions in. Sometimes they're good. Then by the evening we just forget. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I put like a question thing up, and then I forget that we've done it. And then it's nice to read back sometimes, though. We normally do it in the pub. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this would be a good one. This would be a good one. Don't forget what it was. But this time we've done it. We've got two questions. Great. We, no, we, have, we have more responses. But <laughs> some of them we, oh, right. we, can't, you, we can't read out. You've just screenshot two of them. Yeah, yeah. We had quite a few. Okay. That's good to know. We're not losers. Question one. Would you ever build a home gym to train in? No. Why not? <laughs> be a pretty short podcast if that was it wouldn't it yeah it would no next question um yeah i i don't know i like the idea of it like having your nice house you just bought a house i think if i wouldn't buy a house it'd be cool to have a home gym in the garage and it's like i've done weightlifting for quite a long time it's a pretty big part of my life really um it'd be quite cool to have a home gym it's the fucking novelty you ain't gonna use it because who wants to train by themselves Who's motivated to train at home? The whole point of going to the gym, having a good drive to the gym, listening to some music. Like, I, I, I would hate, hate, hate to train in a home gym. So it'd be such a waste of money. Yeah. I'm pretty much on the same page as you. My, I, I, I see the value in a home gym if you're the lifter. Well, let's 
park people that can't make it to a gym and have to train as and when. And they mm. can only do it through a home gym. Like I use Theo, Theo as an example. Yeah. Dr. Yeah, Theo. He's a doctor. He was, you know, on a rotor and fucking grafting his bollocks off. And he would have to train at his gym in his home, in his garage, whenever he could. Because he loved training. Respect. But. You psycho. You fucking crazy cunt. Honestly. Oh, three. Three cunts. Right. Red 15. Um, but. And also, right. I understand the athlete that, say, wants to squat in the morning and then go to the gym in the evening. Yeah, true, actually. You know, that's yeah. a good scenario. Again, you're a psychopath, but we understand that. But for the most part, if you've got a garage, you know, like, you can have a home gym or you could have, a, like, a smoking room or something. Smoking <laughs> room? A smoking room? Because it's in the 1920s. My point is you could have something a bit cooler than a garage, couldn't you? Than yeah. A, than a, than an a, office? No. Nope. Cooler than a... All right. I work from home most of the week. <laughs> you could have a man cave. A man cave. Or a woman cave. Or a woman can, can Or a they, or them, they them cave. Cage. Cage? cage? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's it. That's it. Oh, um, they cancelled. Hang about. This is, this is going out on the 3rd of July, which is not Pride Month. So I might be okay. Is pride anything to do with um, they them? Yeah, yeah. I think they've think they've got it as well. They've taken pride. They're, they're proud. <laughs> We're all proud, Mike. We're all proud. No, the they, they them's uh, are involved in the pride. Okay. Anyway, home gyms. <laughs> I'd like someone to educate us, really. Yeah, I right. So the next time we're on the podcast, we will get twenty nine minutes. Oh, come on! Right, right, right down twenty nine minutes. Uh, no, I'm not writing it down. All right, I'm writing. It well, down. we have to write it down now. Twenty nine thirty. The next time, welcome back. <laughs> the next time uh, we are on the podcast, we will get someone on who is involved in the pride community who could maybe educate us on the. Uh, Ins and outs. The ins and outs. Fuck hell. (laughs) Great button. (laughs) Great button. We've updated our buttons. And we've got a a porno button now. The the thing is, George, we're two white young men who grew up um, in and around the valleys in South Wales at a time where not much pride was going on. And we're quite ill-informed on a lot of things. We're quite sheltered. So I disagree with everything you just said. We're, I disagree with everything you just said. We'd like to broaden our horizons to actually know what we're talking about for once. Um, I, we, would, we are curious to know what the fuck is going on so that we don't get ourselves into trouble all the time. Yeah, because we genuinely don't know. We say things that people are like, you can't say that. Like, oh, fuck, that we didn't realise. So, come on. Help us out. Enlighten us. We have another question. Anyway, that's our bit on home gyms. <laughs> Homo gyms? <laughs> yeah. No idea what I can keep in this pod. No idea. Maybe we can send it to review for someone. Yeah, if you feel like reviewing our podcast, let us know. Although this will already be out. Pretty redundant. I'm sure the powers that be will be reviewing this as they normally do. Hi, big brother. <laughs> 
The next question is, why do weightlifters think... <laughs> why do weightlifters think they are better than other strength sports? And I would like to talk about this. Because interestingly... Because you read it out? Because <laughs> I read it out. It's my podcast. <laughs> I literally said today... And I, I said this... I said, this is why weightlifting is the best strength sport. And if you can't see what he's pointing at, he's pointing at me. Yeah, I was pointing, I was literally pointing at Mike. He was training. And Mike was going through a bit of a tough session. Oh, it was a roller coaster. Where we've all had them. Mm, a lot of us have had them. And he, uh, he snatched 110, snatched 15, 20 was on the bar, and... I've seen him do this a few times. Not many, but a few. Hands are on the bar. He's getting ready to lift. And then he just he withdraws and just goes, nope. <laughs> Not today. Nope. And you can just see him talk, literally get in his own way and talk himself out of it. Charlie Stone had a very similar thing, but in the form of a, a deadlift where you clerk a lift. Now, I literally watched this happen through the session and watched how mentally challenging it was for both of you to overcome that. And you then took another wave up and smoked 20 the second time round. Mm. And it was incredible to see the mental battle involved in weightlifting itself. It's such a technical sport and it happens in such a short space of time that there are so many opportunities for your mind to get in the way of the movement that when people actually surpass their bests and they do it on a platform on a, in a competition when it means things and there's jeopardy involved and there are things to overcome as well as the the, the mental battle involved of doing something highly technical in such a short space of time with such high levels and displays of athleticism and strength and power and all of these things and do it at that moment in time that's why it's the best fucking that's why it's the best transport uh, on the planet because powerlifting, they just take a bar out of a rack and do a fucking squat. Yeah. A, boring. B, like... It's not mentally taxing, is it, to do a squat? No, it's just like, all oh, right, you've got to overcome the fact that you take it out of the rack and it's like, fuck, this is heavy. Now I'm going to squat it. Uh, but it happens over such a long period. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand how you can, one, be scared of it, or two, just be nervous for doing something like that. I, I say this quite often. I've said it before. Um, not sure if it's on this podcast or another one. Um, how the only sport likable, I think, to weightlifting is gymnastics, where every eye of the room is on you and only you, and you have a split second to do something very athletic, very powerful, and be very strong, and you can just cock it up all in a quarter of a second and have be an inch to the left. I don't know gymnastics, but then it's all fucked. Same with weightlifting. Yeah, that's a very... They're... they're there are certainly parallels to be drawn from the two of them. You've got the so powerlifting. I'm writing off. Like, if you're a powerlifter listening to this, leave. Yeah, we don't want you. Loser. I'm probably gonna get. Yeah. You know what? Fuck you. Fuck you. All. Hey, it's alright. They'll just come at you with the snapbacks and e emo here. Yeah, they don't wash. You just gotta run four meters and you'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe Walton, come at us. Yeah. Then you've got uh, you've got strong men, and I do admire strong men. They're pretty strong. Because um, it's such a rounded display of athleticism and strength. 
Mm. Um, I and I I do admire that, particularly paying attention to the under ninety kilo strong men at the moment, because um, Chris Jenkins is doing it. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Fan, of, I, fan I, of the pod, and I admire his his feats of strength. So and social media presence. <laughs> yeah, and, and the guy can put some good shit out about Captain Jack. We love you, Jack Oliver, but I mean, it's some funny shit. <coughs> Excuse me. Then you got, uh, so strong men, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's not as cool as weightlifting. Then you got, well, that's it. Like, what is it? You're fucking, you're going to put CrossFit in a strength sport? I don't count, does it? Like, they just do mad weird shit and they're all on gear. I am, doing, a, I am retiring as, and doing CrossFit. As opposed to what? <laughs> weightlifting? <laughs> Where they do mad sh- weird shit and they're all on gear. Yeah, but I don't know. For me, it's just the weird pull-ups and shit, don't it? And, yeah. and they all think they, they know it all. Yeah. Same, but, with, ah, same with weightlifting. Oh, God, it's the same thing. But one thing I will say about CrossFit, is, and, and weightlifters certainly lack this on the whole, is mm. CrossFitters have work ethic that weightlifters do not have. Yeah. Weightlifters don't have, on the whole, they don't have work They ethic. don't know how to work hard. No, whereas CrossFitters know how to break that, that feeling of like, fuck, I'm dying, I can't do any more. And then they're like, I'm, now I'm going to do They, they tip the balance though. They, they work so hard that at their own detriment, they're going to hurt themselves. They piss blood. Rabdo. They get rabdo. Wait, when does a weightlifter get rabdo? Rabdo. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Rabdo. <laughs> we, we can probably change that into a button. The rabdo button. Rabdo. Okay. So... I think I've made a bit of an, a, a clear argument as to why weightlifting is the best strength sport. Yeah, so it's it's the me, it's the mentality, it's the obviously physical strength and power. I think they're powerful people. Um, strong men aren't well. Strong men probably are quite powerful because they do the frozen shit as well. That's why it's a more well-rounded sport, I think. But they don't have to demonstrate the same sort of strength and flexibility that weightlifting does. And also, I would say strongman is a very it's it's a very good argument for a a general rounded display of athleticism but i would also say that weightlifting is as well in the condensed form of two movements Mm. so weightlifting displays strength power coordination um balance flexibility all of these things in three movements snatch clean and jerk that's pretty fucking cool they're quite complex movements as well. Yeah, and that's all I'm going to say about weightlifting. That's good. Watch, your, watch yourself. We're, yeah. we're not going to have any listeners. The, we're going to go on to the next topic, okay. which we've just got Jordan. You miss, You spelled my name wrong. I, I did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Press a button. Do you want to press a button? Yeah. You shoot. 60% of the time. You press two buttons. Every time. You know, well, it's hard over that side, isn't it? Yeah, I don't like it. You don't know the the troubles involved. I feel good uh, on this side, though. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, right. I was going to rinse Mike at the gym earlier. Going to start rinsing him. And then I said to him, I'm saving this for the podcast. (laughs) And he's like, well, what's the rinse part? I'm not telling you, but I'm going to rinse you. So, do I write down a timestamp? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what time are we on? 39.17. This, by the way, is in case Mike has to edit this out because I've said something under toward. Uh, 
along with the netball team. Roadhouse. I personally prefer netballers to hockey players. That's a lie. I think that's a lie. I like them all. I like them all. Roadhouse. The, the net, we were in the same camp. Uh, no, we were in the same complex as the netballers. Correct. And they were fucking tall, man. Oh my God, mate. I seen, um, do you remember that really tall brunette? Like really mate, she, tall. Probably like six foot three. Seven. I mean, I'm six foot, as we, we found out earlier. Six foot. Um. For reference, Mike just pulled the tape measure out and confirmed that he is in fact five foot eight. This girl, <laughs> this, this girl, and look, the netballers were lovely and we did warm to them as the, the games went on. Via TikTok dance battles. Yeah, they were really good at TikTok. And we were really bad, but Team Wales Media wanted us to do dances and shit. Yeah, we totally didn't want to, but they made us. They yeah. persuaded us with ways. That, that sounds sexual as fuck. You said, no, no, no. You, it, it, it was monetary. Uh, oh, monetary. Uh, See, uh, why did I just hear that and think like we, we got Epstein into doing TikTok? Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> we got Kevin Spacey into making new TikToks. Like. TikToks as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll show you um, the, the TikToks we did. I don't think we, we, we ever will, but... I don't think we're emotionally ready to watch any of that back because... It was, just a, it was a rough see, period. See the pain in our eyes is doing it. I think, l- reflecting, I would never do a TikTok dance with you now. No, it was... Distra- we we it lost was, our mind. It was distraction tactics. Oh my God. <laughs> to the nth degree. Michael and I were doing TikToks as a way of escape. It was escapism from our sad reality at the time. <laughs> Fair? Yeah. Oh God. Good times. That was that was a real reflective moment for you. There. It was a bit too long, wasn't it? Anyway, the, the fuck were you talking about? I it was just my little bone to pick with you. Uh, we are also going to do something which we're going to do on every week the podcast from now on, and that is we're going to be reviewing strip club reviews. And yes, you heard it right. Reviewing reviews that people have left at strip clubs after attending. I don't know what sparked this. Oh, I think Mike wanted to do a prank call live on, on, on air. And we had this elusive plan of prank calling a strip club and saying that we had a son <laughs> that we wanted to take uh, to their establishment for, their 18th, for his 18th birthday. And that he had a preference towards the larger lady, and that we wanted to know how large their largest lady was for our son. Yeah. We then decided that that wasn't something that would probably wash very well. I don't think they'd even entertain the prospect. No. And it then got me thinking well, I wonder, I, I was looking at strip clubs, like local strip clubs, and. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, were you? Were you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just not passing the time. I'll uh, well eating my pizza. I thought I'm going to look at the reviews of these. Anyway, Keith Smith, one star review. God, and let me tell you who. What, which which club is this? Which establishment? This is Urban Tiger in Bristol. All ah, right, ah, so it's not that local, is it? Oh, Paul Studley. 
Great hospitality, beautiful people, made our team feel very welcome. Places like this are what make Bristol nights out. Nighttime economy so diverse and brilliant. And, and what Kiss. star review is that? Five star. That's, five, that's a five star review. Yeah. Keith Smith, one star. Terrible. <laughs> Definitely avoid. Started off okay. Went in with my girlfriend. It was her first time in the strip club. We sat and had a few drinks. She felt comfortable for a dance. Now, let's reflect on that just briefly. He's taking his missus to a strip club. Yeah. And she, she, she's gone for a dance. How would you feel about that? Fine. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I. So it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard to comment because sober. What? No. I I, I, just, I just don't know. I'd have to be in that situation. I'm thinking personally. No issue with the idea of my girlfriend having a dance. But is she, is she having a dance or is she doing a dance? She's probably getting a dance. Right. Right. But then what do you do? From a male or a female? A female, mate. Well, it might be males. It might be a mixed gender strip club. Or it might be a they them strip club. Okay, well let's let's It might be a transgender strip club. Let's assume it's a they them strip club. Okay. She he's she, Oh fuck. God. Oh, I'm just cancelled. You're cancelled. <laughs> right. My girlfriend is getting a strip club off they. No, off them. Them. Fuck. Fucking hell. Um, that's not even like gender. That, that's <laughs> fucking English. That's just grammar. Um, and then, and them. Oh God, you know what? This is really, th- let's, let's assume that this is just a straight strip club with fucking uh, women. Yeah. It's a female dancing only strip club. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. she, look, my question is, Poor Keith, right? His missus has gone upstairs into a private booth. He sat with a Corona on a fucking house sit, twiddling his thumbs for 20 minutes. That's my thought. You can't go on your phone in a strip club anyway. He's just sat there doing what? Well, watching the... Watching the, watching the dance. The runway show. Okay. You, you often forget about the runway because you get distracted by the, 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 the girls that are really walk, hustling walk, away. Walk around. Not that we've ever been to a strip club. No, I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talking hypothetically speaking. If we were ever to go to one. I saw on I saw Hangover on the, once. I saw on the news ones. I saw on Sexorama ones. <laughs> that late, late time. Babe station? Sex viewing. Oh, God. You know what? That's what I miss sometimes. 14 years old. Sky. Yeah, just... Channel 909. Mum's gone to bed. Bang. The tits come out at half ten. <laughs> they do. They come out at half ten. Do they? Yeah, a lot of the time. And you're always trying to lip read them. The fuck are they saying? I can't justify calling them on the landline. It's going to cost a bomb. Mum's going to find out. I only get, I get free calls from seven <laughs> till eight <laughs> on landline. I got orange Wednesdays though. <laughs> I did actually ring them once. What? Babe Station? Yeah, I had a mobile. And it is a pay-as-you-go. With, with the boys over or something? Uh, no. Right. No, it's just me. That's a bit different. That's a bit weird. She didn't know, but she was on the phone to a 14-year-old. It was me. And I didn't, I didn't even know what to say. I was like, all right. All right. <laughs> She's like, yeah, hey, baby. Wow, what do you think? And all this sort of thing. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it looks good. Can you show me a bum? <laughs> that kind of thing. 
Anyway, let's back to Keith. Can boob, naked boobs in bed. <laughs> that is my, if you want to know my first ever Google search, it was sex in bed naked. And I hope everyone's listening to this thinking, fuck, that was mine too. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Right. We had a, oh, fuck. We had a private dance together and a few more drinks together. We were having a nice time until security come over to us and said, we've had lots of complaints about you two. You were kissing each other and it's upsetting people. We was then told to leave. So it's not a classy environment to be in. So much to unpack. Mainly for me, the grammar. Uh, yeah. Quite poor. Yeah. I, well, agreed, yeah. But I would say that there are a few more things jumping out at me. That was, that was they, only four months ago as well. I know. This guy, I want to I speak to this guy. We should get him on the pod. Unfortunately, Keith Smith is such a, norm, like, such a common name. We had a private dance together and a few more drinks together. So Let's unpack this. How would you have a private dance together? Would they have two dancers? Well, they're paying double the money then, aren't they? Well, Keith's a fucking high roller. Look, he wants a classy environment, as we know. Let's, right, so let's assume he's got two dancers going on. Yeah. Then he said that they had a complaint, right? Lots of complaints about you two. You were kissing each other and it's upsetting people. Now, let's assume that we're doing a lot of, making a lot of assumptions here, but he's saying we've had a lot of complaints. We were kissing each other. I'm going to go out on a whim and say they weren't just kissing each other. Do you think? I reckon he was fingering his missus. God. Do you think that'd be cut off putting for a dancer? Like, you dance. <laughs> we, we, we dance. Well, if, we, if we go to a nightclub, we dance. Okay, yeah. If we go to a bar, we, we let loose. Okay. Yeah. Now, imagine we're dancing. Yeah. We're having a good time. Yep. Our tops are off. Okay. That it happens. Could happen. That happens fairly often, most Saturdays. I, I, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you look behind, you look at the depth of the field, 28 inches <laughs> behind. <laughs> What's going on, George? A bird's getting... Uh, some bloke's knuckle deep in his parlour. Right. Now, <laughs> is that off-putting for your, for your dancing? Because this is your craft. This, this is your Everest. This is what you wake up in the morning for is to dance. It's your passion. Yeah, you, you're fucking... You're a bit annoyed, aren't you? You got a Len Goodman poster up on the, on, on the wall of the, of the bedroom. Bruno Tonioli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't put him off, mate. It's how you would put off. Who? Craig Revel Hall. Or whatever his Hall name is. Would, he, he wouldn't do it. He would get put off by that. Do you know why? Why? Because he's a because he's he's a classy guy. You know who? Nice, could say. <laughs> you know who wouldn't be offended by any any of that sort of dancing? Philip Schofield. Nope. Um, likable Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> oh yeah. He'd just be chilling. Yet. <laughs> Wait, he's alive. Yeah. Hey. That's what they wanted to think. It's the Matrix, mate. On the topic of conspiracies, we brought to you live last week um, our hypothesis on that some <laughs> that submarine, yeah, um, which imploded, or did it? It was never real, mate. Well, that's the thing. We were all to led to believe, well, they're all dead, um, that it imploded, and 
they all died and everyone got crushed to bits and it blew up into like a million pieces. Now, have you seen the pictures of the wreckage? Jordan. No. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm yawning. Yawning. No, sorry. Stop. Stop. <laughs> We're live. Yes. Uh, I have. And there are whole pieces. There are whole pieces. Like Ti- titanium like. pieces. Um, and the viewing window. The, the window's not there, granted, but like the circle of the window's still there. All of the electronics are still there. Like Mike, you and I know what a submarine implosion looks like. It's pretty catastrophic. <laughs> It's it's some third world shit, mate. <laughs> it is. Um, nothing would be left. I don't see. And they say they found remains. They wouldn't find remains, Jordan. And also, they they brought this up to the surface, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who the fuck strapped it at the bottom of the ocean? Just lift it up to crane it up. I know the answer to this. Actually, go on, Rambi. Right. <laughs> So they sent Harambe down because he's already dead. Sorry, I, I don't know the answer to this. It's obviously not Harambe. It's obviously a cover-up because it, during the same week last week... Tell him, tell him, Mike. There was an impeachment in Congress for Joe Biden, who was the President of the United States. Have you seen anything like that on the news? No, you haven't. There's a vote of no confidence against him in the Congress because it was covered up by this massive media storm and that will they find him, won't they find him, which went on for a couple of days, bearing in mind the US Navy knew on Sunday that it blew up. And we didn't get told till Thursday or Wednesday that they were dead. That they were dead. And also, if they, if they were inside a submarine that imploded, yeah. they should be made. The, their remains would not be remains. It'd be Bolognese. They'd be dead. They would. They'd be, they'd, be, they'd be mashed up. Anyway, I, um, you seem quite distressed about this whole, this whole ocean. Honestly, mate, I, I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> Honestly, like... I tell you what you can believe is a re- reliable source outlet for weightlifting news within the UK. GB News. And that is, of course, Weightlifting Die. Oh, yeah. That's us. So, if you want some meaningful news... Tune in every Sunday, uh, sorry, every Monday. Why are we so bad at this? Uh, Right, anyway, you say that like you didn't spell my fucking name wrong and then try and play it off. I did. No, you put... Anyway, we're going to finish off with something very briefly that I want to talk about. I say I want to talk about it. I said I would. Uh, We have a producer called Nick. Oh, yeah. Nick Jones. And... uh, He's been putting some content out there. He's trying his best. And he's just, he, he put a video up the other day about uh, spinning plates. And he's becoming a life coach. And I just want to make everyone aware. That's such an irony. That it's a, it's a big irony. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, <laughs> the next podcast will be in uh, <laughs> live from India. I will be in India. Jordan will be in Cardiff in his new house. Eating an Indian. Eating an Indian, and I'll be eating a Welsh. Oh, God. 60% of oh. it works every time. Nope. <laughs> nope. Works out of the PB gym in Cardiff. Familiar with that one? Nope. Tonight at 11. Do-